We're just jump right in. Let's hop in. We're jumping right in, guys. We're gonna have to be jumping five but three to do nine. We're gonna jump right in now. What we're here talking about here now is uh, this form of language now that uh, might be somewhere between a mix of AI and uh, something else. It's right, I think it's slurred. <laughs> it's slurred. just getting lazy, man. <laughs> Slanglish. Slanglish. It's called Anglish. And uh, it's when the AI starts to actually understand. What we've noticed is that uh, Stable Diffusion is getting better at actually spitting out letters. Yeah, well, the new Um, XL one, right? That's the new one. Bean's been messing around with it today. Yeah, it's pretty making, sweet. Making funny movie so posters. It's not, it's not sputtering out gibberish letters anymore. It's actually um, starting to put together somewhat correct it's form learning. letters in English, which is great. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yeah, it's great great news. Yeah, It's great news Uh for the AI, not for us, though. (laughs) It's great for the movie posters. I thought it was just got confused about, like, putting Russian letters into english it has and uh, that's that's what it, it felt like that's what it was doing before this <laughs> time but uh you know now it appears to be getting better it's english is getting better so yeah maybe we it's just like putting a kgb things in quotes, spy and, and it's it was, being trained or something i don't know probably who knows what do you mean you were putting things in quotes but like we, we'd put like the title that we want it to write in oh, quotes, and it gets it most of the way there oh yeah like the, the yeah, curious case like, of benjamin it, it did, like titanic <laughs> and it got like an extra t yeah. and it like replaced an yeah. i with a t but it's, it it's generally you know what it's trying to do at least. results yeah oh yeah yeah but, but so, isn't it um, just like it's like it's still just like a like a gumball machine or you know like those totally. those those like sticker machines from back yeah. in the day where it's like it's like twenty five cents for this like goofy trinket and you you're like yeah this is cool mm-hmm. and then you basically throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember how you know? popular those popular those were outside of restaurants and stuff? Yeah, it was like remember remember homies. I was about to say homies, homies, homies. homies. dude. Oh my gosh. Did you guys collect all the homies? I, got I did not homies. collect all the homies, but we used to do the stickers, <laughs> and they used to every restaurant in the '90s and oh, early 2000s. Dude. I swear, they like had the sticker your parents wall. would pay, and then they'd be walking out, and you know, you know, they got the quarter. They yeah, know they got you, the quarter, you so it. you're in the you lobby. It. it would be like where you either waited to go into the restaurant or the door you went through as you were leaving, and every kid had to ask whether or not they could get one of those janky stickers mom can i get a homie yeah dude i got homies and tattoos and slime hands those are my the slime hands brother slime hands are still great yeah they're still great still hit dude the homies now there there still is a market for those kinds of goods it's just a platform called timu and you can get all that you want yeah you can get slime hands and mass whoa yeah have you seen them running ads on uh on youtube timu Timu's no. like a, trying to be a competitor to Amazon, but it's like even more janky than Amazon. And their ads are done in AI. And it, it's like, where is it, this it, on the scale of Wish? Is this like below or above? Yeah, Wish? yeah that's a good scale. It, it's though. right there. It's right there. Okay. Um, and it's like 
a modern version of one of those little vending machines when you come okay, out of it. It's like, them. yeah, pay us uh, like a pittance and we'll send you garbage. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not quite like, um, a, like a betting site or like where you, you know, there's some sites. I don't know if that's how wish works, but it's like, is that the one where you, which no, is, is just right. basically just like a gar- a dumpster, <laughs> <laughs> a reverse dumpster. Yeah, dumps. And there's a troll little. in there that'll trade you the assets of the dumpster for yeah. like four dollars. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I I have not had the pleasure of visiting Wish yet, so um, mm, maybe I'll avoid that as long as I can. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Once you visit, ever... you'll wish you hadn't. That's the the slogan. You'll wish you had. You'll wish you had. I mean, if we're we're talking about you know quality items here, the homies, yeah. just to bring it back real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's talking about there. if I could go back in time. Yes. I tell my younger self to buy Bitcoin. No, I'm telling myself to buy the homies collection. No way. Are they twenty nine, brother? Twenty nine on eBay for a one hundred dollars. Wow. Okay, that's that's about three fifty per figure. That's Originally twenty five cents. That's up thirteen point right, seven times. That's an investment, dude. You could have had a home. <clears throat> that's not bad. That's not Man. bad. Coming. I mean, it depends on how long ago you bought it, though. You know. I guess, like, but you if you have a portfolio diversified between you yeah. know bonds, stocks, good, it's a homies, good diversification. <laughs> and crypto, yeah. I mean, you have a pretty yeah. balanced yeah. portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, I, I would always get this one wheelchair homie, dude. And I he was like my curse, dude. The wheelchair homie. Uh, Not because of the wheelchair. It's just because you don't want the same one. Because you want Nobody said anything about the wheelchair, man. Nobody said anything about that. Nick, why are you why are you dwelling on the quadriplegic, Nick? Quadriplegic homie. So hey, I, I kept one. getting the same homie all the time, so I quit homies forever. <laughs> quit homies because yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be out of money. Just this <laughs> I'm going to get the same homie and I'm, I'll never oh, have the man. full collection. Hey, yeah. how, how long ago you quit homies, man? <laughs> <laughs> and then I put him yeah, in the like, tattoos. I've been homies for four yeah. days, man. I love it, Every man. day I think you, about man. it. Yeah, I'm yeah. down to one Every day's a new battle, Jake. One homie a day. Just buy one a day, man. One a day. I just want to turn that fucking wheel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a guy with a meth addiction. You're like, every day I'm fighting it, brother. You know what I, I like was. to think of though is that someone out there does have the most homies. Like someone has that title. <laughs> I don't know who it is or how many they have, but someone it. has the most. The most homies. And that's, that's weird, true. man. Come on, Vox, where are you at? Make the video. Yeah, yeah. tell us. That's Reveal true. yourself. There is probably somebody who has an outstanding oh. homies collection. Yeah. You know, they've got like homies in Espanol. They've got like the, you oh. know. All the Japanese special, version of the special edition homies, homies. upwards of one yeah. million dollars. Oh. Yeah. They have the only quadriplegic homie too. The like they have one. the full set. They have to hold all the dead homies too. <laughs> all the handy capable dead, homies. The dead edition. <laughs> yeah. All you pour them out. For the dead guys. homies, dude. Yeah. And when you buy the dead homie pack, it comes with a forty ounce with that like you oh pour God. them out of. Dude. Yeah. Dude. What yeah. is going on, man? Oh, makes me so happy, honestly, dude. Dude, yeah, those toys taught me about LA culture. Yeah, like, no. primer before moving here. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. there's one the I last was a sheltered homie. boy from Marin, you know, up in like the suburbs and homies. Right, gave me it's a bigger worldview. So thank you, homies. Thank dude, you. there's all the t- these different types of homies, right? Oh wow, wide range. The last one is graduating college. That's the last mm, homie. I love that. He's holding up a diploma for 2002. He did it, he he did did it, it man. He did it. Yeah. The final Hashtag homie did it. Made it, dude. <laughs> made it, baby. Made it. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, but now the gang's after him. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they don't the like him. He's got that education. You, you they want him back in now with those skills. We need they an educated guy to skills. run this business. Dude, yeah, this they need a marketing amazing. man. There should be a movie about homies. <clears throat> the homies, man. Yeah, bring it back. <laughs> the homies animated film. <laughs> animated movie. With uh, Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah, Pratt. Yeah. From the creators of the Emoji <laughs> movie. Here comes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. The yeah. There you go. <laughs> comes. Did anyone homies. see that? Did anyone no, see the no. Emoji movie? No. no. Oh man. What no. a shame. Yeah. I, I really want to I do kind of want to watch it, though. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. Oh wow, homies, man. Well, soon we all might just be emojis because apparently they're gonna replace actors, guys. Oh, God. Did you? Hear oh yeah. Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, I heard yeah. about this. Yeah. yeah, I heard that they're all gonna be replaced. Yeah, well, are they? all of them. That yeah. was an yeah, that was an interesting conversation. Me and Ren uh, did a video. Just I guess it would be out this this weekend or past weekend. Just came yeah, out a couple yeah. days. Just ago. came out. Just came yeah. out a couple days ago. Yeah. Uh, about yeah, how far away are we realistically from replacing actors with full CG? And I'm still in the camp that it's like you know, it's really, really, really hard to do. And there's like right. you got to be nine nine point nine nine nine. I mean, even that's not enough. So it's for me, it just economically doesn't make any yeah. sense. I don't yeah. know. I mean, also like let's be honest too. It's like of all the strikes and stuff that are happening right now, you know, <laughs> like there's all these intricacies that are going into it with like the history of the film industry and streaming services and all these arguments about like oh like are they releasing the real numbers like should we be getting residuals like there's all this like real tangible stuff here but for some reason the nugget that people are sifting through like the one that sticks after everyone sifts through these arguments is ai which i mean maybe that's the it's like the, it, it's the most recognizable talking mm -hmm. point but you frankly i would say is like kind of like the least relevant aspect of whatever nobody even knows what it is right well, like, what, what is it ai what the Literally, hell is it, ai what's, what what's do you more, even like, mean by that but also like truly let's be honest like what's having more of an effect on livelihoods of these people well you not AI. Is, is it ai or is it they acknowledge like, that i think people are very misinformed else. about how much ai is actually has anything to do with these the strikes going on yeah. like I, I literally read through you can go on the website you can read their list of things this is why we're striking. It has what, why they're striking, and then it has a list of grievances. What, yes, literally, there's it's it's like a long document. You should read it. Yeah, and they, AI we, is we one, listed our grievances when we separated one from England. Little section too. is AI, and mm -hmm. I, I agree with what they're trying to get. They're trying to say, you know, you can't scan us and then mm -hmm. like replace us, basically. Well, that's the interesting Although, part about like, it. It's and I it's mean, not even really AI though. Like, yeah, but people I mean, are saying they've it's been AI. doing digi doubles for years. Yeah. Yes, it's labeled as artificial intelligence, and then. It, <laughs> goes on to talk about you know like including ai you can't scan us and then mm -hmm. you know use our likenesses well, indefinitely yeah what they were saying on on the sag after website and again like this is this is their translation of the negotiation so i'm sure put on your rose tinted glasses oh, it's super, for, like i'm jaded. sure it's yeah. going to be i mean even their their verbiage on there is like we asked for this they said no way no exactly like, the way that they're yeah. describing it isn't like you i know, wish they the would most, have put the real responses yeah let's just be you know? yeah. strict about this stuff but it, it's like when your friend tells you about drama well, and I you're mean, like you can't, it through, you can't you know? expect that in this no, type of it wouldn't it be great though but it would you be, have to yeah. well it would be great how about just 350 million american citizens just hard working and doing the right thing how about that Nah. Wouldn't that be great? Nah. nah. Right. So anyway, you, you <laughs> yeah. gotta expect it. You gotta expect that they're yeah. gonna But what, what they were saying, yeah, what they were saying was they're trying to get in front of this whole AI thing from the perspective from their from their perspective, what they were saying is they were being offered a half day rate 
in exchange for being digitally scanned to be used in the full capacity of the movie in any context without consent and then in any future project which is i guess where the ai factor comes in. well and also to be training ai models to generate more digital humans to be fed into the machine but i heard from the other side too it's like well no it's more just for the scope of this film so I don't know where well, the I mean, truth well, is. Well, those things need to be so defined, because, like, to be yeah, sure, exactly. if you're like a film studio or a VFX house, like you should be going out there and hiring people to make your data sets and mm-hmm. paying people specifically for that. I think I think that's totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. I, I, I mean, I don't see the problem with that explicitly. I mean, obviously, if you're trying to sneak it into a contract, yeah, like here's a standard day rate for something, and then also now that all this new technology exists, let's tack on maybe this headshot and then the photo scan. And maybe even film you walking is like a walk cycle. It's like, okay, yeah, obviously now you're just asking for more work for the you try same to make pay. it. So, yeah. well, yeah. yeah, I guess it's more work, but it's more for me. Like, that's if I'm an actor and they're photo scanning me, and then, you know, they have the ability to recreate me. Say they do. Yeah, I guess so. Then they don't have to call me back to set. If they yeah, need to exactly. Then they don't need to if there's a sequel and they want, you know, this character actor or whatever. Depending like, on you know, the rights of that. Yeah. That guy did really well with the audience. So let's put him on the bus in the mm-hmm. Marvel movie. You let's know? just like, like add this 3D model of him. Yeah. Let's, Since let's just the real that. version did so well. Yeah. This this photo scan will happen. Him, totally. And this like Mixamo animation. Well, it's <laughs> going to it's going to do. Yeah. It's going to be bonkers. They kind of. <sighs> Yeah, they kind of already do that in yeah, many ways. I mean, totally. look at what happened with JC with with our, our Jordan Coleman when she went and did the uh, Zack Snyder thing. What happened? Like they brought her down there for a couple of days and then she was a she had a non speaking character role, I believe. Like a, it was like a featured, um, heavily featured extra. Heavily like, and then, or, or, yeah, and then an they, and then they like took they took all the, the extra the feature in the, in the thumbnail that they got yeah. from her, and she's like in the main marketing now of the piece because mm. Snyder really liked the image. Cool character, yeah. Because she's cool got these oh, crazy horns cool, and she's got this crazy dude. outfit on, and yeah. it's like it's really wild imagery. So I get why that is, but it's not like she got paid any extra. But that was. I mean, that is part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of messed up that th- there's no like retroactive, like, hey, like we ended up using you for our marketing campaign. Like, well, it's never been I don't like know. that. I, I don't mean, know if at it the is same messed time, up or it's not. Like, that's it's, the whole it's... point of the set, that the film shoot. It's like they do a shoot and then they're like, man, this one shot turned out really well. And the cinematographer can't be like, mm-hmm. hey, well, you know, I put extra work into that shot. You know, you should pay me more to so, use that for the DVD, you know? Yeah. It mm-hmm. becomes this, it becomes this like, Exactly. It's like it becomes impossible to articulate monetarily at a certain too. point. Yeah. Now like, I do get I do get that there's a clear distinction between, hey, we used you in a bunch of marketing assets from stuff that we shot while we paid you to be here and do this thing, versus, hey, we made a bunch of marketing assets from a single time that you were here and now we've taken that and done this with it. So there is a obvious totally. distinction for that. Yeah. Uh yeah. Now, how that gets worked out, I mean, I, I think, think the demands are totally fair what they're asking for. And there should probably even be more like, you know, contractual obligations to really lock down what you're signing away. Well, that's the thing. I would is, not yeah. want to go sign away my, my photo scan. Yeah. Indefinitely. And that's the thing is like that. already the discrepancy that I'm hearing of, of it being in perpetuity forever versus just for the project or it's a half day rate or no, it's not. It's more than that. Like, I guess 
you know, us being on the outside, we can't see the exact terms that they're discussing. But I mean, I think it's very wise of them to try and get in front of it contractually and just say, okay, let's at least shine a light on this. Everyone be aware that this is going on. Know what your price is. Know what you're willing to give it up for. But at the end of the day, if it's on a contract. With, yeah. Just come like, up with a flat rate for if you're going to give your name and likeness to that particular IP or yeah. that particular feature or that particular mm -hmm. show. Come up with a flat rate for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then... And and, and just or, you know or have contingencies have a flat right. rate and then have contingencies if it goes into a iterations or whatever i'm yeah. i'm sure that their lawyers are more than capable of like i would think so coming up with these things yeah but um yeah i i do think there's a little bit of things being blown out of proportion mm -hmm. uh, which, which yeah, is, you can obviously imagine is you know a, a pretty good tactic during this kind of period where it's like okay you know, feeding information that's not 100% the truth on both sides is probably a tactic, I'm sure. Well, yeah, yeah and, and like, and then like these blanket terms get used and like in the context of this strike and the contract mm -hmm. that they're asking for, AI is definitely coming into play, mm -hmm. right? But then you can't apply it now to anyone using AI tools for anything mm -hmm. is now going against sag after. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. Excuse me, like... There's no logic there. Yeah. Like these are completely different tools. Yeah, I know. It's just like the it's, it's the dumb dumb approach it's of like incredibly one person is striking just, and AI is somewhere in the list. So now blanket statement, anyone using AI yeah. is uh against the strike, I guess. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, no, totally against Have actors. you guys heard that? And also oh, well, have you read the like, comments of anime all, rock, paper, scissors? That's, too? That was the, that's the updated <laughs> version of all the negative. I was expecting for the anime video. I, I was like, expecting you guys are you know, I can't believe this is such poor taste. Yeah. This is an abomination. You guys are terrible for like going against everything they're striking for. Oh, like, what? It, it is not. It, it's it's literally guys? one line item of what like, they're striking for. Sorry, and it's like not even dumb, that. Yeah. that no, that's completely because the actors were in. Um, right. Yeah, no, that's not correlated. Guys, I was six expecting people to made, like six, people, normal descent, six to but. eight people made this over the course of five months. Yeah. Well, we continued to iterate and use and develop experimental so technology. Dumb. That's so that's dumb. what happened. But so dumb. Um, you know. Yeah. What are you yeah do? I think that's because there's this this sense this sensationalism going on mm -hmm. where people Once again. Are, it's like here's all of these complicated words that describe why they're striking, and then someone says AI, and they're like, oh AI. That's bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I get it. This is AI. AI. Oh, you're using AI. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is AI. AI. Really connected the dots there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> See, wait. Yeah. It's like that's really. What's and you going ask on. him yeah. to explain what exactly yeah. is an AI program. I honestly, and, dude, talking to anyone that I know who's striking, a lot of people I know, no one's mentioned AI. Mm. There's been no talk about it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Literally. it's all the real life yeah. implications. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Real life like actual things that matter have, they, have they mentioned the digital scanning aspect because obviously that's that's apart from the ai side yeah. which is using that scan to train models whatever but the actual scanning of yeah that's been mentioned but yeah. not in an ai sense not like they're gonna yeah. then you know train data sets on us mm -hmm. um i don't know i mean there's certainly a lot of people that are hyper aware of that but mm -hmm. i don't think most people are aware of that yeah i think it's mostly about like the digi double concern and the you know yeah, the I guess yeah, which has also been around for, for twenty out, years, yeah. thirty years still. Yeah, ex they they've already been replaced. Crow all crowds are digitally replaced. All you know, war scenes for the most part are digitally replaced. It's no liability for you know. Yeah. Imagine trying to do like the Battle of Helm's Deep with people. Yeah, I was so many say, people are going to get hurt. Do the man. Battle of the Bastards has entered in the chat. Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, do the Battle of the Bastards <laughs> without CG. Yeah, 
and, and see well, what it looks could. like and how much more it costs it. and how much more dangerous it is. It's and like, yeah, you how can't many people do get that hurt. scene. Yeah. They you you just can't do that scene without utilizing CG. And that's there's no shame in that. It's not Unless like it's like a snuff film. And that, otherwise you become <laughs> oh like the freaking guy from Speed 2, the director who had to direct. Jan, I forget his name. What a hero, yeah. Jan de Bond. Who, who had to do this scene and was probably like in spite of he was spiting the production because they did an ending scene in this movie that is still to this day the most expensive action scene what? ever done. Yeah. Dude, it was where they crazy. They spent 25 million dollars in 90s money on wow. a, <laughs> a boat crashing scene. in a 5 minute scene of a boat crashing into a dock. Oh, it's beautiful, Costs man. 25 million dollars. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I am glad he did it. I'm <laughs> very glad he did could it. Have been hired with that money, <laughs> but that's that's what you get when you can't use CG. All the buildings. that's what you Wait, get. No, they hired. Yeah. They did hire. They did it real. Yeah, yeah, those were all hired yeah. buildings, local buildings. <laughs> yeah, local. Pretty buildings. cool, man. No, it's interesting because you know the conversation too is about like how achievable is it? And what was interesting was we had Guy Williams from Weta on the couch recently, and he was showing us some stuff from Gemini Man. Jemini man I apologize I always get yeah. those mixed up Please but uh, right. he was showing us some clips there where there was a full CG Will Smith not young Will Smith but normal aged Will Smith and I could not tell yeah. could not tell like front facing to camera acting I can't remember if there's dialogue or not because that's usually a tell with the lip motion but totally passable but then you ask the question okay fooled me Good. Well, very, very well done but then you look at Avatar and they're very vocal in explaining that 10 seconds of facial animation took between three to four weeks to do. Yeah. So you go, wait, but that's just a take that you could get with somebody. And then you can instantly feed back and go, well, try it like this or try it like that and get some performance and get some uh, something original out of them as well. And you just start to wonder like, OK, financially, does it make any sense? Will it ever make well, any it doesn't sense? make no. sense if you just need Will Smith to be Will Smith. Yeah. Like yeah, if that's yeah. all it, if it, it does it might make sense if you need Will Smith to play an alien creature yeah, from sure, sure, sure. an Avatar planet. Avatar where 2 being the example. You have yeah. to you have to replace their face with the character that they're mm -hmm. playing. But yeah, as far as just like actual actors on camera. Well, eh. I mean to us it seems like and eh, but like probably in a couple of years it will be viable. My question is, say you can perfectly replicate you know young Harrison say Ford. you can say say we can get Harrison Ford mm. to play as many young Indiana Joneses as we want we'll be fighting Nazis forever <sighs> would people even care it's an interesting question nope you, you <laughs> it's an so? interesting Clearly. answer they won't care just about that not well this is the well, question well, no, we were no, talking like, about like in post, the in partially post novelty in the, in the era, actors like video. where it's something that's like oh we're going to see this because I heard they made them young like of course you're not going to care there. Well, that's the no. most we'll ever care. But when you see it, you're like, oh, I instantly don't care. This is... Mm. Yeah, I mean, every, I think right now every big franchise has proven that there's an end to everything. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Star Wars, Indiana Jones. <laughs> what What else? You know, I mean, there's... Avengers. There's, Marvel. <laughs> there's, like a, there's like a life cycle to this stuff. And yeah. the reason it's special is because of the, the time and place and how mm -hmm. it's created. And, you know, the, the society it's released yeah. into, the specific, you know, cultural elements happening there. And so it's like, OK, cool. Now you want to reboot it 30 years later or heck, just keep making it indefinitely. It's like, what? What else? What, like yeah. General Hospital? 
yeah. is like kind of like one <laughs> of those like examples. Well, you yeah, know, Simpsons, General Hospital season 50. You know, like there's the, the examples of this concept of indefinitely, you know, are are so few and far between that I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, if you're being scanned as like a background character for digital doubles, it's well, like, talking sure, about, like those main characters that like for a long time, but. Yeah, because I mean, people are concerned. I think it's like, are, are actors going to be out yeah, of jobs? But, but the like, thing is, it's is like, that, like mm, probably actors, never. Like, so much of the, an actor's, like, an actor's success is so driven by their real life celebrity still, you know, their real life persona. Yeah. And like, people enjoy seeing, like, people that they can look, relate to in some facet, like, yeah. you know, quote unquote, nice, funny Chris Pratt. You know, like that's why he gets a lot of the roles too. It's like sure he's funny on screen, but also it's just like he seems to be like a, you know, a happy-go-lucky yeah. persona. And when you see that on screen and you're aware of that, you're like, oh, okay, you know, oh totally, I dude. Can, I, mean, I can bear watching this person for two hours. I, I think honestly, like versus with, with you know, any the Kevin star. Spacey stuff now, where it's yeah. like you, you know, <laughs> once again, let's watch a Kevin Spacey movie and like tell me how much you can really enjoy the narrative, this fictional fantasy mm -hmm. world, knowing you know, all the wacky grooming shits he, he's Dude. accused of and stuff, you know, so. I think, I mean, like, it I does make sense saying. why those scenes that he did in House of Cards are so real, Good. because to him, that was just him being <laughs> Yeah, him. he has real life inspiration to draw from. Right. They hid the cameras on set the whole time. So it's, it's that, but that feels like you're watching a smut film. It feels like you're watching somebody like die on camera for real. It doesn't feel right to watch. Mm. But it makes the scene good. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I heard about good as if I told you guys this. So I heard about Kevin Spacey when I was doing child acting. Did I ever tell you this? Oh boy. I mean, no, it's no. It's, it's a short okay. story. No. But I was in I was in a trailer. Oh God, is this and I don't remember be like who a Matt it was. Karen story. No, no, no. I've never <laughs> met the man, thank God. But I was I was a child actor, I was like 11, 12, something like that. And I was in a trailer doing whatever. And then I don't even remember who it was, but I remembering them mentioning Kevin Spacey and saying, we're lucky he's not on set as a joke. But I didn't fully comprehend it as a kid. Oh my God. But then when it came out about Kevin Spacey, it like triggered the memory again. I was like, oh shoot. So this was like a known thing. Okay. Well, that's uncomfortable. Maybe some actors. Well, of course it was a known. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. It's always a known thing. Sure. Sure. It's always a known thing to people that know that person. And they make excuses and they cover it up and everyone knows it's wrong, but people don't have enough ability, whether that's moral or financial or just like balls to do it. Because if they do, it means their career. Mm -hmm. Or if they do, it means, you know, no work for you, baby boo. Well, you, you know, it, a lot of that's, times it, that's it in wasn't part successful. why this people... stuff goes on for so long. I mean, it's an interesting parallel to what we're talking about too, is like, taking someone's digital essence there is the idea of look i know you want to be on uh, you know you want to get into the industry you want to be doing background work it's like part of that is giving up your digital essence it's part of the contract it's all normal and obviously without the union side of it you're kind of subject to that kind of bullying so you know i get i i'm, I'm kind of in favor of them getting in front of this as much as they can because oh totally it is going to be a very interesting yeah uh, process back to, to like see it the, unfold. the like i'm yeah like looking past that though like let's forget extras and background actors like fine they're gonna get replaced they already have been like the conclusion we draw from the video is essentially they probably all anyone who's not a principal actor will probably in many cases not be on set 
Yeah, as it gets cheaper and cheaper to do. So, not like, as many days, not as many, yeah. That's, that's not surprising. And that like, stuff. sure, like, yeah, it's going to hurt the industry. I mean, maybe those jobs will be made up by more VFX artists or whatever, right? But I'm talking about principal actors. Like, I don't think they have anything to worry about. Yeah, I mean. I mean, could, what, like, what's, like, I mean, I feel like right now, uh, everyone, like, principal actors have already, like, I think kind of, ironed out their contracts pretty well when it comes to digital likenesses and everything like that. You know, you look at like, oh, you know, all those shots that require a digital double of your actor. It's like they are constructing that for that one film. And then they generally like redo and even like in sequels, they'll update it, redo it, so and so forth. And it's always on a per per film basis from yeah. my, you know, naive knowledge of it. But well, that's I, what you I should be think... doing if you're if you're their entertainment lawyer. Sorry, mm-hmm. if you're their entertainment lawyer, that's what you should be doing. Well, there's there's also the aspect of it that comes down to performance as well for an actor. And, <clears throat> you know, we've said it before, but AI is derivative and you're not going to get anything unique out of it. At least not in this stage. I don't know how they would develop on that. But, you know, I always point yeah. to uh, Heath Ledger, right, in Dark Knight. Like, no one would have thought to play the Joker like that. That was such a unique spin on it, and it was so <laughs> iconic that it stood out and it like connected to all of us and still lives that was on a in infamy. Really interesting point that uh, Josh Newland made in the BTS of the uh, anime Rock Paper Scissors two episode, hmm. which was exactly that. It's these tools are only iterative, so if you really want to use them to their full capacity of what they truly can do. You need to constantly be shaping them with new data and mm-hmm. new information and, and new new visuals that they haven't seen before. Yeah. Of course, with enough machine learning, enough iterations, it'll start to spit at you, you know, like novelties, quote. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if there's any like comparison for human ability with respect to that. I, I, I yeah. don't know. Um, well, that's what I keep saying to people. Cause I think for all this stuff, whether it's background actors, main actors being replaced, not the conversation isn't even really about AI now. Right. It's more about like, will VFX be good enough mm-hmm. to replace Brad Pitt? Right. Talking to the rock and they're not even there on set. <laughs> I like it's how like, they're mad at VFX now. We'll talk about that in a second. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone's just getting looped together cause no one really knows what's going on, but it's like, okay, so you're scared that they're going to, like, photo scan a celebrity and, like, capture their essence and just keep putting out these these projects that star these people who are maybe long dead. Mm-hmm. It's like the people get so scared about these, these little moments of quick advance in mm-hmm. tech. I mean, it always happens. But mm-hmm. and then they extrapolate it to, oh, dude. Now actors aren't going to be a thing. Now movies mm-hmm. aren't going to be a thing. People aren't going to, you know, connect. It's like, no, at the end of the day, like humans want to see other humans being human. Mm-hmm. Like if you told me, it, say this tech was already around and like a studio comes out and they're like, this new movie starring Robert Redford and Marilyn Monroe is coming out. I'd be like, who? Robert Redford? That's that old guy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, Celebrity is also generational too. Yeah. So really well, it's your representative have, essentially. You yeah. Know? So I mean, then it goes to characters, right? So Indiana Jones is a character. I guess you could market 
young Harrison Ford. We're already a couple generations away from that one, mm -hmm. you know, and they're still trying to market them. And we saw how kind of how that went. So Whether already yeah. like it shows me like people don't really care. Like they no. want people from their generation. They want the celebrity that they think is cool. Like Disney, you can clone Harrison Ford all you want, or Island, and they want they want their own IP too. It's like whether it's yeah. a live horse or a CG horse, if it's dead and you keep beating it, no one's gonna care. It's like Star Wars; people grew up on that. It was so exciting at the time, and it spoke to that generation. That has continued on. It's, I mean, I'm not interested in it personally anymore. I mean, I never really be. was, but <laughs> but like it, that, that's what I'm talking about. Is like it it had its moment and it it died out, and now it's time for a new idea or a new IP that speaks to this generation. And whatever it is, it has to happen organically. You I mean, can't really have predict you seen it. And, yeah. How like prolific just social media celebrities have become? Mm -hmm. I mean, of course you have. Like everyone, that is part of this. There was a guy in New York City the other day that like started a riot over a PlayStation giveaway. Yeah. Hmm? yeah yeah you what? didn't hear about this no yeah, it's crazy Some yeah he's being streamers the, the, like i'm gonna do playstation boys and then it was like a riot yeah there's literally a riot they're what? the city of new york is literally charging it with inciting a riot and miss miss felony levels of yeah what's what sparked um, it was it he just didn't show up or a playstation giveaway oh he was there giving them away and then everyone's fighting Get, for him a a one playstation a. yeah a PlayStation giveaway. Who wants it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, really. So, but I mean, that, it's sure, not. But... It's not about that. My point Sorry. isn't about the, the specifics of that circumstance. Yeah. My that point is that that is exactly the same reaction that people ha are having towards this person as they had uh, to the Beatles in 1965. Like it, it's it's the same level of hysteria because mm. yeah, it, but for the this Beatles generation. Had <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, but it's that's more like broken down and localized now, and mm -hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing because it means the propaganda machines and and everything else can't quite do the same type of work that they used to do. But they can you do can't, it even more sinisterly because they're all wrapped up. In but their that's own right. So that's yeah. the that's the other side of it too. Is you can wrap people up. They're in silent but deadly, bro. Like it's all dude, silent those, but deadly now, dude. Who smells the Delta like, though, Nick? Explain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, just like these sensational, these like like the the celebrity is now. It's less widespread. It's less you know. It's more. It's more it's, localized. It's like localized, yeah. Honestly, yeah. to to who you are and what you like, and mm -hmm. you know, I mean, whatever. Everyone knows we're all in our own bubbles, and everyone's in the bubble. Mm -hmm. Well, see, but this yeah, is this you is got the, your own bubble celebrities. This is the actual AI conversation. To be totally honest, I think this is. I've, I've thought about so many iterations of this at this point. This is our thirtieth, fortieth, fiftieth podcast about <laughs> yeah. this topic. Oh yeah, I'd say um, we've done a few. But like, you know. I, it's mostly just because you you listen to a lot of arguments about, okay, what is this actually going to do? Is this just a job stealer? You know, I mean, and maybe, yeah, sure. It's, you could say it's a job stealer, but you'd say it's a job stealer in the sense that like a, a personal computer yeah. could potentially eliminate uh, typewriter manufacturing jobs. You know, there's like, Has. so sure. So it's Has true in that eliminated. sense. But then if you think about, there's another element, which is, okay, uh, what if, you live in a world now where anyone can create content, basically, you know, it's so this like, you know, and this is something that mm. then starts to basically affect what we're doing because we're already, I mean, you know, we have 
a large following. You know, there's a lot of people who watch our videos and we've been doing it for a long time. We're pretty established in the space, but even still within the grand scheme of things here, um, like the amount of content has been so diversified and so democratized to the point where, you know, the amount of yeah, everyone's got a profile page and on watch somewhere. hours, you know, and all that stuff that yeah. are happening now and ha like how people's attention has spread out over the course of the last 30 years since the Internet has taken hold. Um, we, you know, it's already very, very diluted. And granted, you know, we ourselves and a lot of other people out there who are filming and doing comedy and being personalities like sure, there's a, there's a skill usually associated with that um in some form or another but what i see this ai doing is basically making it so now we basically hit another step of dilution effectively and i'm using dilution oh, it's, it's kind of a negative word i would say no no, no it's but i, I mean it's, it. it's like yeah. once again i don't want to make it i mean it's only negative when you think about it from like someone like ourselves or another small even a smaller creator like from that perspective it's dilution it's negative um but like truly what it does allow for is that that next step here of content that is even easier to produce than what we're making and anyone can do it and so i it's it's really for me a matter of like this concept of the future of uh, a totally different balance between creator consumer when it comes Completely to the content um and yeah. and i think that's that's the that's the weird area there because you go you you can also circle it back to the whole argument about ai <laughs> freeing up more time for people to make art you know if you've heard that one right mm -hmm. that that one gets bounced around a lot where it's like oh it will increase efficiency mm -hmm. so you know magically more people will have more free time to do things and it's like well no probably most likely definitely no because <laughs> if a anyone is going to be using that ai it's it's coming from a top-down perspective so to speak like anyone who's trying to run anything whether it's us making a YouTube channel or an accountant or a bank or whatever, like if they can utilize the AI first, what that does immediately, as we started with this conversation with, is it then will remove jobs. <laughs> you know, it removes certain positions been for and types time. of people yeah. that are needed for things. So it's less of a, oh, it'll free me up to make art more often. It's like, no, actually, it's going to free up the person who hired you to make more art <laughs> <laughs> because. They That's are able scary. to do more with less now, but yeah. Then, then the final step well, is the, the final step is everything. Obviously, will then expand and contract and then rebalance itself but out people, to whatever new economy that shapes into. Look, I, so. I emphasize, or sorry, I <laughs> emphasize, I emphasize the empathy of the with the artists. Okay, like I, yeah, it sucks to be feeling the part of capitalism where the industry outpaces what you currently do in the industry that happens to a lot of sectors and now it's hitting the entertainment industry hard so we're seeing that because the entertainment industry is in front of everyone and it's affecting my netflix so i care about it more than when it happens yeah. in the aeronaut or the aerospace industry or the car industry we'll just wait till all the call centers get wiped out that's gonna happen pretty soon like every you know however many hundreds of thousands of people who just literally answer phones for a living yeah. like we, we've already managed to cut or, or off how about half the, the jobs with how, like dude, all the other robotic options and semi semi ai stuff but how like, about like the sweatshops of animators over in india that are hired by all of the u.s companies over in hollywood over there to do most of the work for like not a good wage mm -hmm. like all of them they're gonna feel it 
but is that like is that the pinnacle of animation is that where we want this industry to be like exploiting people already hmm. i don't know is that worth saving like just the mass explo- exploitation of other countries hmm. for the american yeah well that, that, that's, that's, I, I like, that's like shoot, that's saying, like saying Nick, shooting someone it's... to put them out of their misery no i'm, <laughs> I'm not advocating for it i'm just saying like people like i i see this like idealized in anything there's this ideal but like this idealized version of the animation industry like it's like dude the effects right. and animation industry are fucking brutal for everyone but i think you do need to it. pump the brakes they a little been. bit on this idea of saying that like every single time a company in hollywood goes out to a third world country and hires a team of rotoscopers or you know plate animators or whatever it is is exploitation of them as well because a lot of times those jobs aren't available but for the companies that brought them there and a lot of times the wages that they pay are far above the average living wage for what it is in that country and there's this very american and westernized perspective that people have which is just to go you're paying them how much oh that's like slave labor back back breaking labor but in those countries it's actually yeah. a, a double what you could get doing something that's far more arduous and laborious. And so I, I just, I know that's that there's true. an and argument that's that. on the other side of that, which I is, mean, well, is you could true? just say that about everything. Well, no, no, he has a point. No, no, it does stimulate a lot of job growth and there's a ton of opportunity provided by these countries. Yeah. But my original point in even going over there to that subject was to say that it is not the, a, a, a businesses responsibility to create jobs i'm sorry it is not right and like yeah this whole like these stu like i don't think it's a good thing that studios and these like massive corporations with all their shareholders who are at the will of those shareholders are taking any opportunity they can including going overseas and putting people over here out of jobs they have been for years but no, it's, no, it, it's you're like right. No, they, no, they like, don't have an obligation. They've already been doing that. Well, I mean, so talking about this strike thing here a little bit, a little more. You're right, though. It's like it's not the when when it comes to AI and what we're talking about here with it, and even just digital doubles, likeness, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's not the studio's job to, or sorry, it's not a company's job, like a film studio, to yeah. create jobs. So to speak. You must you be said. inefficient. Right. Literally, they <laughs> exist for one purpose, and that is to fact, make a product and sell it. Exactly, and it, it's, it's like, not to hire people. But that being said, I do believe though that it is a company's job mm-hmm. to oversee and, like, basically, uh, I guess, guarantee the well-being, the financial well-being of the people who are dedicating. Their full time absolutely like hours. And th- that's to them. the that's the actual problem right there, Sam. That's the, and the that's, actual problem. But you is have to have that, both those things in mind if you're going to actually enter into this. Well, like, and so then this is also super. To, com- it's it's even trickier because basically Hollywood is a gig industry, as well. Like even with writers, you know, like certain writers that that like become like writers of a show, it's now full time. But the moment, like, if you're even just like like a film writer, you know, yeah. like what that's. You know, that's you're just hoping that the paycheck from one script lasts you until the next one, you know, and like even with background characters, yeah, <laughs> extras or with like all these the, supplementary the highest roles. paid actors in the game. That's all still a gig. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just it's that that muddies that conversation so much when 
you realize that. Um, but I don't know. I so so I I mean I don't have like the my, the best fully formed opinion on on that particular argument because well, like I Nick, don't know the Nick, ins and outs, but I do know that like these companies are losing so much money <laughs> trying to keep these yeah. streaming services competitive. And I, well, I, I have a feeling that pop. that probably is playing into why everyone's getting so TO'd. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, they're trying to like just make so much stuff. And I mean, that's it's crazy. man. Isn't that why the writers started striking originally? Because it was like they aren't even seeing the same uh, residuals. Yeah, they're pushing slash... the price. They're pushing the prices down to get yeah. more. And their contracts totally. based on residuals from traditional television. And, and that's not a now thing they now. have de- they're they're writing for things that are going straight to streaming yeah. mm. and the contract doesn't cover that because it's on streaming rather than on totally. TV. It's it's stupid and Despite it should have been that, figured out. Yeah, and yeah. I get why that that they're as, pissed and about as, that. As, as, as the you know, as the, the, the owners of a streaming service, technically <laughs> ourselves, <laughs> yeah, like true. there is residuals on a streaming service and it happens mm-hmm. once a month, you know, mm. yeah, like that. That's that's the whole thing. It's like it's. There is this, it's, it's a, it's a right. stream. It's a constant, yeah. you know, right. it's well, just, we haven't gotten to the point of sophistication with them yet where, uh, you can like really figure out the analytics and the compensation based on that. But maybe that's where all this needs to go. I mean, and then you have this other problem, which Sam, you just pointed out, which is all the streaming services are trying to basically under undercut each other right now and produce a ton of stuff. And that's just leading to this race to the bottom yeah oh well, then, you know it, here's it's here, every look, sector of the industry too they're undercutting the filmmakers also by well the look way. at this right. i mean spotify figured it out you know that's a streaming service I, yeah they figured, they it, figured out, it out but it was Did like they? there was yeah, definitely they, some blood in the street after I, yeah. no, don't say that man <laughs> definitely <laughs> some blood i know a lot of musician friends who would want to strangle you <laughs> oh well i'm not i mean i'm just saying they figured it out i'm not saying right. for better or worse but i'm saying from like a semi-functional like they help stabilize the economy like yeah you know it's once again with these streaming services it's pretty straightforward if you want to move towards a model that like fairly rewards like residuals i mean granted once again residuals like i mean that's i mean such a small amount of the people who work mm, on a production get residuals it's true in fact it's so elitist in a in a in a sense to like make that be like the, the 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 linchpin of the conversation where it's like oh Wait a second. You're talking about like 0.5% of the people who worked on this and that that's what this all the people out there, the signs, all the news articles, 0.5% of the people who worked on the production. That's their problem. Like, what about everyone else? You know, I I mean, yeah, sure. For the residuals factor. Yeah. Like, oh, no, the actors, the poor actors. Look, at the end of the day, Dwayne Johnson, it's not about Dwayne. I mean, yeah, I know. But the thing is, is that you quickly start going like, well, who's I don't know. Who's actually who, who, in jeopardy? Who are we talking about here? Because he's in the same pool, technically. It's like when it comes to categories. Sam, right? We're talking here's about my, me, man. Here's my gripe. I get residuals. Okay, I'm going to give you guys one my gripe. On average. For your commercial. For, for the episode I did on Nickelodeon. A one cent check I get every once in a while. Costs I want more to, to man. Print the Would check. you fight for I'm that? Huh? Would you fight for that though? That cent? For that cent? For a hundred percent raise? I don't know. How, how long <laughs> do you live on that? What do you think? Yeah. I'll fight for that, bro. Hundred percent. Like here, here's the ugly of the situation. It's Nick. You're right. It's not studios' jobs to create jobs. It's their job to produce a product and to sell it. Uh, and I, I think that there is a like useful 
purpose for unionization as much as there is a useful purpose for industrialization. But the two, if, 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 if one of these parties isn't playing fair, then it, it ruins everything. And it's a bit of a, we always try to come up with solves for this in, uh, especially in like capitalist and capitalist leaning societies. We're like, we need to come up with a problem to solve this. The, the issue is that a, there isn't really a solve for it. And the second thing is, is that it comes down to like, if you're a producer of a movie and you're producing a certain scale and size of a movie, it's your responsibility to know what you can and can't spend and to try to do that wisely in a way that actually benefits all the talent on the production so that when you go to make the next one, they don't freaking hate you. Yeah. They come back and they go, Hey, that was fun. That was cool. I liked it. I had fun. There was creative expression. There's new people I met. We did something novel. Let's do it again. But people get so lost in the sauce of just like, Oh, well, is this movie going to make money? Is that movie going to make money? Is this what going to, they, they forget about all that. They forget about why they're even doing it in the first place. I think a lot of time. And I think this happens at top levels of every company and every industry. And they stop thinking about the reason why they're doing it in the damn first place. And yeah, dude, I don't like, know if there's like balance. a, there's, I don't know if there's like a union or a contract or a political contract that you can make to ever solve that other than, the people that are working in those things and that are working closest to them to be like, Hey, you should stop and think about this thing and why you're doing it. And, you know, try to pull some people back from the edge. Maybe, you know, if I was deep into that fight right now between the, the producers union and the unions that, that, I don't know. That's what I would be doing. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying because I'm not, Stating the fact, it's a fact that they don't have an obligation to, to create jobs or even save them. Doesn't mean I don't also agree with the strikers and that they there should be a, a, a way to do this, to you know change the industry or keep up with the change that's affecting the industry now from the outside, right? And from even I, you know what we're doing is, I guess, technically moving this tech forward, you know, and might trickle into uh, the actual like Hollywood industry that we are separate from. But like, I'm an employee of a company. I think there should be ethics with employees. Like, I don't, I'm not for brutal capitalism, mm. but Nobody at the is. same time, it's like these companies also like a company also shouldn't be obliged to hold on to inefficiencies, mm-hmm. you know, for like years and years because of that like there there needs to be a balance and like yeah you, you can't just say of, like yeah no ai a lot of times these used. things it's work like, themselves out it? just through a lot of times these problems get fixed through the actual practice though and that's the yeah. hard yeah. thing that i don't i don't know i mean it's good that they renegotiate every three years because honestly in three more years there'll be a lot Make more practice <laughs> behind this yeah, <laughs> but they'll be like it's 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 the it's the work of practicing the art that actually solves these problems. We can sit and hypothesize it all day, but totally. at a certain point, they just got to go. Look, guys, this is good for the next three. This is the best we can do right now. Like, let's let's come back to this in three years when we've actually done the damn thing for another three years 
and we actually know a little bit more because like can you imagine if they were doing this around like the in, the advent of the combustion engine you know can, 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 it would have never got done yeah. it would have never got done or the it digital just camera like, like, yeah it, it's like yeah or the digital camera it would have never got done because you needed to practice with it to figure out how to do it um so that's that's my thought yeah yeah it's fair enough it, it's scary i mean it's it's changing fast and like dude i'm seeing this text to video stuff i think we're next yeah I, <laughs> so, yeah man yeah, i don't know i mean we're all on the chopping block here it's not like we're we're sitting on our high horse saying oh we're gonna survive ai but i mean revolution. if you look at it's like dude yeah we are <laughs> yeah if, if you look at any if, if you look at any like top level are. post house <gasps> whoa if you look at any like top level post house they're not really utilizing ai like hands-on on the shots it's more like training stuff to help with the shots but you know they're they're doing stuff like they're you know to get a realistic eye. They're rebuilding the eye from scratch with the scalara and all the stuff inside of like people are are designing these things and then creating these shots. Mm-hmm. But the reality that I'm seeing, and I could just be out of touch here, but it feels like the quietest one in the room always gets the most work. Right, the one who's putting up the least fight is going to get the the burden of it. Mm-hmm. And it feels like VFX artists are those people. They're always the ones who are kind of disjointed. They're already divided across nations. And therefore, they can be overburdened and be in a constant bidding war to the bottom mm. where these houses are going toe to toe with yeah. no unionization at all. And that's I mean, if you want to see a world breaker in the entertainment industry, it would be unionization in the visual effects world. And, you know, Marvel to tried to do that, I guess, or are trying yeah, to do I'd that with their on set employees. Show get released if VFX artists went on strike. <laughs> Dude, oh, I, I don't know how you would, would do it. Whoever could do that should get the Nobel Peace Prize or not the Nobel Prize for friggin'. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I heard like, that what Indian are artists for? are trying to like, like, ambassador yeah. and statesmen. For? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, it's let's a, be honest. Let's be honest here. If you, need a, if you need an actor, if you want someone to be in your shot, you just got to reach your arm out and grab the first person you touch and put them in there and it mm. fulfills <laughs> that purpose same thing with writing you know you're all right you're like okay i need him to say something and it's like who knows english here okay <laughs> you do? all right what all should you he need say is a dictionary Boom, yeah. now he has a line to say you know and and is like we're good to go you say but he's not good, good but it's, it's technically right it's yeah. correct it's, technically. it's correct technically <laughs> you would yes. look at it and go that is a person those are words saying a line okay yeah you know yeah, but and you now wanna... you now you want to you have a boom pole in your shot and it's floating around like all right or even just like any any effect even if it's a simple one once again can you just go hey you do that quick mm. you know it's 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 a actual there's like there, it, there's there's it's a blend of a, a little more skill a little that's right i said it how a dare little you? more skill. How dare Bro. you? It's, a, it's it's much more technical. It's much more technical. Mm. It's a little more akin to like the trade school style of learning mm. than when you look at uh, acting and writing, which I feel like lean more heavily into the creative side. Mm. You know, I, I mean, I oh again, yeah, especially not when you're talking it doesn't about take big skill houses. to be an actor or skill to be a writer, but from like a technical perspective here, a technical perspective, the it visual takes... effects industry has far more weight in that category and yeah, in fact like all the original vfx it's all you know, it's like straight up science mm-hmm. it is yeah. primarily a tech fact, yeah. primarily and a, a lot, technical all, job and, yeah, and all, all the people who are still leading the industry today are i mean look at paul devick like jesus christ straight Dude, up science. as a mathematician it's oh can you help me relight this with an hdri you know no. it's like can you like hey yeah. hey you on the street 
Can you help me calculate like 32 bit like float light values, please? I mean, I could. It wouldn't be good. Like, though. you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. No, I was, I was talking to someone who works at Animal Logic who designed their renderer. And he's giving me the nuts and bolts explanation of spectral rendering and waveforms and how light bounces accurate. I'm like, dude, everyone in this room is a scientist. All these Berkeley grads and these mega minds. And I'm like, man, mega minds, dude, because if you're talking about rebalancing, right, we're talking about efficiency. What costs the least? What's what's the most economical decision? OK, well, actors cost this much set cost this much. Well, VFX don't cost that much. Throw it to VFX. If it makes sense, throw it to VFX. Well, now we've unionized. Now price goes up. Well, maybe it makes a little more sense to bring the actors back because that got a lot more expensive very fast and there's no way around it. Like you said, you can't just pull people in and go, make it work. I mean, that's how you get Steven Seagal films, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love that button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you get the flash. That's how you get the flash. Oh, how so we the, get some the, Steven some of the Seagal clips, Some of the flash are starting oh. to pop up on YouTube and I haven't seen the movie. Oh, brother. But I've start, I'm starting to see some of the clips. I'm like, Oh my god. Oh brother, you just wait. This is insanely wacky, man. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm watching the trippiest like 90s <laughs> so rendering thing every once in a while. Man. Looks like a video yeah. game cutscene half the time. Yep. Nico no, is it's... like, this is the flash I want to see. And I'm like, part of me actually agrees. Like, <laughs> yeah. you guys got balls for making this. It's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to watch it right now. It's also just like very uncanny. <laughs> well, don't watch it till tomorrow. It's so weird. It was Dude, so don't watch the babies. Wait, the don't watch babies. it until tomorrow. Yeah, don't watch it until tomorrow. Do you have it downloaded? I'm just saying, you know, I can't well, wait to we're watch doing, we're doing react tomorrow. So right. don't, you might don't react to it tomorrow. tomorrow. So. We just, we'll just dedicate the whole episode to the flash. I would be down for that. <laughs> because actually. honestly, think about like the framing of the thumbnail. We could, to we could fill that thumbnail with everything. Oh, like it would everything. look like we did 20 movies <laughs> to your average viewer. They click on it. Psych. It's the flash. It's only the it's flash. The flash. Flash. It's like the Saho episode yeah. where it's just uh, like nonstop. Oh, it's just, it's just a, Freight train. Oh man, train of <laughs> freight train of flash. Falling babies. Oh. Uh, All right. Okay. One more thing. This is off topic, but Sam, uh -oh. have you seen have you seen this film Sisu, but the Finnish guy? Uh, I, I'm aware of it. Yeah, the World okay. War Two yeah, action film. Yeah. Well, it's a great film. I watched it last night. It's 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 90 minutes, and it's just a really really punchy 90 minutes. Um, okay. But it got me thinking about. And Nick, we had this, we were talking via email with somebody about uh, doing something for Indian cinema. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Someone reached yeah. out. Yeah. I, yeah I, do, someone... I do wonder, oh. though, I do wonder <laughs> if, if the drought of American content goes on for long enough, if stuff like this will see a surge in popularity. Like Indian cinema, for example. Like we well, yeah, love Bollywood, but it's very clear from the analytics, like it mostly hits in india surprise yeah but most of our views on those videos are from india. yeah um i wonder if there'll be some it's not going to be off the charts but i wonder if there'll be a rise in interest in foreign cinema i mean certainly you're going to be getting a lot of I, I bet in the next year we'll see a lot more like big budget or even medium budget foreign movies pop up because they they need to buy new things to renew because all the streaming rights are going to lapse, right? And they're going to yeah. be like, we need to fill this with more titles. I mean, we've already seen Netflix so close. promoting a lot of they're Indian so cinema. Close. Like, once again, we need the John Woo crossover. Like, we need the Bollywood director mm. directing 
like uh, oh, American would, would actors. So mm -hmm. yeah. It will be good. I mean, trust trust me. Like we, you need you need one of that's those. That's it, dude. You need it's, you have that's to break like the Jackie floodgates. Chan that's that's what Jackie Chan did. That's what Jackie Chan did. But like, yeah. look, yeah. like what is it? Uh, uh, a hard target. John Woo's first American uh, yeah. film. Yeah. Holy hard shit! Target. It's John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like you've never seen him before. Right. <laughs> and uh, if you've seen Bloodsport, just wait. Yeah. No, dude. I'm I watched I rewatched Bloodsport the other day. And and Lionheart. Yeah. And uh wow. Well, this wow. is but a, yeah, I'm no, I'm down for this. I'm I mean I'm I'm well I mean it's not like I can do anything about it. But I can cheer from the sidelines. I mean, guys, <laughs> why stop at one VFX sequence? We could make a whole Bollywood movie. Like we we should just that. make a ball. No, we can't. <laughs> that would be so fun, though. Oh <clears> we gosh. would try. We would try, but we would just be making fun yeah. of it, like the anime videos. Mm. Making fun with it, okay? <laughs> making fun. Yes. We're making fun. I feel it's like not, in yeah. yeah, I feel like the anime videos we're laughing together. We're oh, not dude, laughing yeah. at. It's appreciation anime. for sure. Yeah, okay, yeah it's okay, funny, okay. but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> making fun. We're definitely laughing with it. Making fun with you. Can we make an anime rock paper scissors shirt with that? Making fun. We're making fun with it. Under underlined. Oh God. Making fun with you. For this, it'll say making fun at you, and the at will be crossed out, and it'll say with with with. Oh, I like that. I mean, it's more it's friendlier, you know. But it is. I mean, it's not like we're like pointing at Bollywood being like, haha. It's like no. It's more like. Damn, absolutely respect, not. Bollywood have some of the best DPs yeah. I've ever. Like oh my some gosh. of these films, like Michael look Bay level, so good. They look like Michael Bay films. Yeah. They are just so shiny and glistening. Oh, so glistening. So, dude, <laughs> the director of of one of the shiny, glistening ones that we looked at the, in the last movie, uh, yeah. Thunivu, the, Thunivu. The, the, the bank heist movie. Yeah. So that director is making a new project now, and one with of another his famous actor with another huge. Uh, uh, famous i'm sorry i forget his Hollywood. name it's yeah all, it, it's south indian cinema yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many regions i can't keep them Dude, all straight the but point south india is the, the, point the is, crazy one the point man. Is, that's the one right. we want <laughs> it's the director of a film we've seen with another super famous actor on another film that we've seen yeah and so they, that's a big yeah. deal i'm just saying big deal so, so yeah we're, it's a 12 hour time difference so it's gonna be really awkward Although to get a I, meeting yeah, together yeah, but yeah it's a super awkward yeah but, man we'll, we'll do it We'll do it. Although Thunivu, dude, that guy, the the super bearded, handsome guy in Thunivu, so cool. Like, whoa, man, <laughs> right? I want to cast him in my movie. I want to <laughs> cast him in my movie too. I know. He has everything. He's so, make He's fun so of handsome and glistening. All these Bollywood stars look like the like the Chad meme. You know, it's like the so black and Chad, white, yes. the black and white buff like oh, totally. Chad meme. Yeah. They all look well, like that's, that. That's so still funny. very, you know, that's still very like posh in in that society, really? you know, like being the. I, I know the, they haven't hit their Timothy Chalamet phase yet. They haven't hit their Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> and you know what? Thank God. They're in the George Clooney phase. They're still, they're they're still in the buff George Clooney phase. <laughs> they're yeah. still no the, George Clooney's next, and then Timothy Chalamet's after yeah. George Clooney. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll get some string bean after this. I'm sure. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they never get there. Hopefully they never get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no i think to succeed in bollywood you need to be like 50 years old and have yeah. a really cool beard all this yeah. is a message need to have for a all aspiring beard actors out and, there if, yeah. if you're in if you're in theater right now and you're Wait. hoping to get in the film industry right now <laughs> just saying don't bulk up all right yeah don't do the buff marvel thing okay don't. trust me right. it will pay off in about 10 years <laughs> you can still be cool in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah you can be cool and weak. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
gun week, but you can shoot a machine gun really cool. Yeah. Man. I'm excited though. So they want <laughs> apparently, I don't know much about this movie. It's so it's called R2R, right? It's not R3R. Not R R R R. It's not R R R R two R. R two R. Which stands for some cool. I don't think it's called R2R, is it? Because did someone say R2R? Because it's not called R2R. No, that's he said that in the email, didn't he? It's called like Rise to Revolt or something. Yeah, because I don't want to work on a RRR ripoff. I don't know what it is. It does kind of sound like that. They showed me absolutely nothing about what the movie is. Oh, Rise to Rule is what it's called. Rise to Rule, and there's a guy holding a flaming torch. God, it's totally gonna be a rebellion. Oh, of course. It, yeah. I wonder if it's going to be in the <laughs> colonial days, too, where there's like British guys. Who's holding a torch. RRR takes place before the Indian Revolution, doesn't it? At like the beginning of it. It's like, yeah, yeah it's right. It takes the place in like the 30s. I think it and kicks the it off. Indian, India separated from Great Britain, I think, in 54, I think, or well, 51. I mean, the bad guy this is one? a British guy. Well, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> But that's because I mean, they were under British rule for like a hundred years. That's the gist of it. Yeah, that's the gist of it. That's oh, dude, rest in peace, by the way. Um, that oh, this passed. looks like a fine oh, place to rule. <laughs> yeah, dude. Gotta well, that's it. the classic stereotype for every bad guy. The last twenty yes. years of historical films quote. Mm. It's like ah, just put the English guy in there, and he'll be the evil guy because everybody knows they. They were the bad guys. Yeah, we should have. I want to like, see an evil Belgians movie. Very, very oh, dude, cliche. I would love to make that. The There's evil a Belgian Belgians. here. The evil Belgians, too. <laughs> Yo. I feel like the Belgians were way worse than everyone else. The Spaniards were. The Spaniards were. It was condensed were, evil. It was condensed. It was, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, For about Spaniards a thousand years, the Spaniards were absolutely brutal. And what oh, they God. did to the natives in Central America. Everywhere. And in, yeah. in, I will, oh, next my podcast. God. I'll help this, guys. Oh, oh, you want to hear about Leopold II, let's, let's the Belgian do, Congo? Let's, let's, let's go. Let's do the I evil meter for the next <laughs> podcast. So yeah. everyone, pick your civilization, okay? And research your evilness, <laughs> and we'll compare this so we can finally come to terms with who was the worst. There were some pretty brutal Native, Native American, American tribes, Americans? too, by the way. Well, I'm just they, saying. Everyone's brutal. brutal. To, I know. I'm just saying, if it's an evil game of civilization, like, who do you want to be? What's everybody's on it who's who's better who's best to rule if if i'm just saying think about this right so the to evil rule, belgians dude. never went up against the evil uh brits like directly that's head true. to head that's where we're at you know? that's oh, where so we need if to you be. took like like yeah 20 evil Everyone's evil like, guys from that yeah country yeah yeah, yeah okay it's kind of like it's kind of like uh the avengers but right. evil the mongol empire one i googled it <laughs> yeah so, no, the mongols dude Mongol hmm. Empire. Were they evil? I guess yeah. so. I mean, They're Google evil, seems to think so. A lot of people, you know, Genghis Khan yes. was renowned for taking in his enemies and bringing them into his... Uh, if they surrendered. Are, 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 are we redoing Genghis? Is this Genghis now? Like, or Genghis? Genghis Khan, whatever. Whatever. Genghis or Gift, dude. This has been going on since the man himself. I'm telling right, you. No one knew. Yeah. Everyone forgot. Also, that wasn't his name. Genghis Khan means like great king. It doesn't. Genghis yeah. Khan. Oh, uh, it was. It was Genghis Temujin. Khan, whatever. Temujin, I believe. It's just funny Khan. how like he, a guy can be so old and there's different pronunciations. Have arguments over how to pronounce it. Yeah. Was it like, Gengar or Jengar? Is it Jesus or Jesus? Jengar. I don't Jengar, dude. Jengar. Yeah, I parked my car in my garage. Giraffe. Is that a giraffe? The English still call it garage. I'm done. Well, then is the English the English are the most evil? Look at this language, man. Look at this terrible. They call garage garage. 
aluminium stored in my garage. Let me go <laughs> grab it. Aluminium in my garage. Oh, man. Oh, no. That's so funny. Uh, I was telling Sarah about this. We're like, what would we call our third kid? And, you know, our other kids have G names. And I'd be like, oh, obviously we'll call him Jeff. G-E-O-F-F. Oh, no. Jeff. Wait, are you going to do that to him, bro? Are you tell? Wait, are you, you announcing to me that Sarah's pregnant? No, 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 oh, okay. no. But I thought I was. We had a really good laugh over that yeah. one. Okay. You're like, oh. I mean, and if it's little <laughs> if it's a girl, you know, Jeff, be, you know it's really going to trigger you. Though? I had a, I had an uncle who was uh, from France, Joff. and his name was Joffrey, and he spelled Joffrey. it G E O. Man, oh, wow. they're out there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if it's and a girl, just call her Jennifer with a G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. Jennifer. Jennifer with a G. There's Jennifer and there's Genevieve. That is spelled with a G. Look at that. It, it man, is. you just pick. Dude, Jack with wow. a G. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to the classroom, yeah. little uh, uh, Gak. Gak. <laughs> Just a little little thing roaming around being gack. called gack is such a great thought. It's like, it's like the 14, it's like, yeah, I've given up. Just call me gack. You just call me gack, dude. Oh, oh wow. Oh, well, I think we'll end it there, boys. Uh, right. Who knows what's going to happen, but we're going to keep trying over here. So I hope you do the same. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Make it easy.